0: Hello, everyone. I'm Contest of Wrestling.com, joined by the voice of Ring of Honor Wrestling, Bobby Cruz. Bobby, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. We were just talking before on the air, but obviously... Uh, I wish we could have met under more, more pleasant circumstances, because we're sitting here recording on a Wednesday, just a few days before Ring of Honor, Final Battle, End of an Era, End of an Era, literally being in the name. Tell us what you need to know. It will be a, a historic, a, a very emotional, eventful, uh, whatever adjective you want to use. It probably fits, because it's going to be a very special show So, Bobby, heading heading into this very meaningful show here on Saturday, uh, which will be the end of this this uh, prestigious, uh, unforgettable era of Ring of Honor. Where is your head at in terms of how you're approaching the show, how you're feeling about the show, uh, all things considered?
1: Oh, honestly, a complete bag of mixed emotions. Uh, you know, I've been thinking back about the Ring of Honor memories in my 17 years with the company. This would be my 18th final battle. And if you would have talked to me two months ago before the news came out, I would have thought I'd make it to 20 with no problem. But it's been... Um, it's been interesting. I haven't got a lot of sleep this week uh, as we get closer to uh, final battle, which that, I'm not happy about that. I like to sleep, but uh, it's it's just been, um, it, it's a tough situation. You know, it's there's no really no other way to put it. It is what it is, and end of an era is a perfect tagline, um, and I think, um, you know, there's thoughts. Is it the final, final battle? There's all sorts of different cliches out there, so... I guess a, a mixed mixture of emotions. I, I can't decide yet if I want to get to the arena on Saturday ultra early and just take everything in and hang out, or if I want to get there a little later then. So I'm not there for, for uh, 10 hours, say, uh, leading up to the pay-per-view. And, and so I haven't made a decision
0: on that yet. I mean, I, I don't, I don't blame you on that one, but we're sitting here now in December. So uh, a little over a month since the, the announcement that Honor will be going on hiatus the first quarter of 2022, uh, w- with some time to, to kind of process and, and just kind of to sit on, on that major announcement and, and that major kind of shift. Because you, you just said, you know, two months ago, we were sitting here kind of business as usual, uh, assuming Final Battle would be the last pay-per-view of the year before heading into 2022. But now uh, it, it is the last pay-per-view of, of Ring of Honor as we currently know it with, with a very uncertain future. So now kind of sitting here uh, well, sometime later, you know, kind of, kind of compared to your, your maybe initial reaction, what were your thoughts about, as we, we talked about, find about specifically, but maybe more about the general the big of situation uh, at this point? I'm um, trying to
1: think of a word to use. Um, I can't even use the word shocked, but I, I definitely would use the word, you know, I'm not happy about it and I'm not happy about it. For me personally, but also for a lot of the people on the roster. You know, you have people, you know, I'm fortunate I have a quote-unquote day job um, that that I've had for 20 years, never mind my 17 years in Ring of Honor. So, um, you know, I'm more more concerned and unhappy for this result, for the talent that they are professional wrestlers. And this is what they do. They don't have that day job to lean back on. And they have families and they, you know, some have relocated over the past year or so. Uh, to move to better weather with their families and so forth. So um, I, I'm, I'm, I guess pissed off would be uh, a, good, a good term I could use as well. It's, it's, just, uh, it's just not a good situation. I look at things from this point, and uh, it's, I was talking to someone at uh, November TV tapings about this, one of the talents. You know, if you look at our talent roster, which has always been great, somebody leaves, somebody else steps up, somebody else comes in, that's never been a problem, the in-ring product. Uh, and for a long time, I always thought our production was a little lacking um, compared to the talent. You know, So if our talent in the ring was an A, maybe our production was a C. But I think in the past couple of years, especially Ring of Honor has made the investment, not only in personnel, but also equipment and so forth. And I think everything, talent roster, production, TV production, you know, our, our video packages, I mean, everything, social media, it's all an A. So if you look at it from that point of view, this shouldn't be happening. You know, the, you know, you have companies, whether it's in wrestling or outside of wrestling that aren't run correctly and they, you know, lose money and they, they go under or so forth. But to me, you know, th- this should not be happening. And I, I can't wrap my head around that part of it as because none of those things are an issue. Those are all great across the board. Uh, so it's not like something is being done poorly when it comes to the in-ring product or the uh, production side or anything like that. So that, that's really
0: frustrating. Of course, it is. Obviously, especially what you were just saying, you've been there 17 years. You know, that's been your home. It's been the place you've been. But uh, not to get too far into the weeds here, but I think it's a fair question to ask. I've talked to Shane Taylor about it, and he's someone has been a little outspoken about maybe some of the reasons why something that shouldn't be happening is happening. Uh, with you having so much experience at Ring of Honor, kind of, you know, being there for so long now, having that kind of perspective on it, uh, with with that uh, stance that it should not be happening, uh, the, the claim that it's the best wrestling in the world, it's a very fair one, it's the, the product's amazing, the talent's amazing, Ring of Honor has invested in, as you were saying, the, the production, everything, you know, at least maybe, for, again, I, I stood on the outside, but for you being, being kind of literally in the company, being there for so long, not to ask like, why do you think it's happening, but more of just like, what do, you, what do you think went wrong in, in some ways uh, with, with that, the mindset you're, you're just uh, talking about?
1: You know, I think there's some things, you know, just on the periphery um, that I think could have been done differently. I think there should have been more promotion uh, for the company. I don't, you know, we would go into a town like Philadelphia and have a low advance ticket sales where a company like MLW. Who has you know has TV and so forth and does a great job, but hasn't had certainly the um, in Philadelphia specifically the reputation that Ring of Honor has had and so forth, and they would go in and sell it out, and we'd be panicking, you know, not not, not seeing people panic, but I just know behind the scenes it's kind of like what's going wrong? Why are we not you know at least you know three quarters filling this place because you know the, the old ECW arena is not Madison Square Garden, and you know, it's um, so I think you know, that that was had been brought up at different times. You know, why aren't we doing promotion for the company? I think um, in the beginning, when Sinclair took over the company, there was a lot of um, appearances by talent over on because Sinclair owns so many stations across the country, you know, on different news or weather or something like that. And I, it just seems to me, I've seen it this week, of course, leading up to final battle when it's kind of too little too late, but I, I haven't seen a lot of that uh, being utilized. Uh, the way it could have been in the past couple of years, especially. Um, it's, it's just I just think that we kind of maybe just rested on our laurels a bit and said, Ring of Honor has been so good for so long and people will always be interested in it. And there's been waves over the years in my time with the company where, you know, we weren't always the cool kids and you'd kind of ride that wave and then you become the cool kids again. And it just didn't happen this time. And who knows, maybe it would have happened in 2022. We would have become the cool kids again, but, uh, it's just um it's it's you know they've they've treated us so well as far as you know paying us throughout the pandemic that's been well documented and so forth, and that's of course appreciated but uh so I don't wanna you know bury anybody or anything like that. I'm on the outside of things as far as the business for the most part, but um it, it's it's you kind of just search for answers and you know like. You asked the question, and I know you said Shane mentioned some answers, you asked the question, those are the things that popped in my head first and the things that I've been thinking about is promotion and just utilizing the talent out there in the media uh,
0: platforms that, that we have had to use and I don't think we've done a very good job of that lately. I mean, it's it's a disappointing because uh, it's almost uncanny. That's pretty much exactly what Shane Taylor had said when, when we talked about it. So, you know, unfortunately, we sit here now, as you are saying, you know, maybe some of the appearances on the media now a little too a little too late and don't want to get too far in the weeds of being negative. You know, it is a time to to be always trying to be optimistic in a, in a bit of a situation. Uh, we'll talk more about maybe final balance specifically, but uh, trying to frame it in a more positive light now, you know, with this era ending, we've already seen. Uh, several, I would say, Ring of Honor icons kind of like moving on to to their next chapters in many ways. Jay Lethal, sign of uh, AEW, the Bisco brothers are doing great things. They're the GCW-type champions now. They're uh, setting the world on fire practically at this point. I'm sure they'll do great things, uh, still do great things moving forward here. So is there any kind of Solace in that, of knowing especially, uh, every, unfortunately, there's not a place for every single person, and that's a very hard thing, but for maybe some, at least, uh, seeing the Ring of Honor legacy continue to live on, as it already has. Many of past icons, Brian Danielson, CM Punk, others have flourished elsewhere, and now kind of seeing that, that legacy continue, uh, it, despite an unfortunate sort of situation here.
1: I guess maybe to a point, but as you said, and you're right on the money. And it's what I've thought about for these guys is there's not a place for everybody. It's just not going to happen. And that's, that is, that's what really bothers me about this whole situation. You're probably going to have a handful of the t- top talents like lethal, the Briscoes, you know uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see Taven, Bennett, these guys show up somewhere, but um, for a majority of this roster, it's back to the Indies. And uh, you would hope that their tv time and the name that they've made for themselves in ring of honor will help maybe with their rate as a parent you know pre-ring of honor days as opposed to that so um but you know i even look at someone like myself i'm you know 17 years in ring of honor that's I, am i branded now it's like i'm typecast maybe you know uh, you know like an actor that plays a certain role and and they can't get out of it and 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 you know, 17 years of ring of honor is anyone else going to want me as a ring announcer or is just going to think ring of honor so because i feel like i'm not done i i, I definitely don't want to be done and but it's it is just a, a situation and a fortunate situation that no one none of us have ever gone through before really don't know how to handle it and
0: it's um it's just awkward oh, absolutely i can't I can't even imagine what it must be like but you mentioned uh i just i saw a tweet you had sent out the not too, too long ago, saying that you you don't want to be done, that, like, you thought a battle is this an, an end of an era, but you don't want to be done. And and I think there's some fair concern about worrying whether you'll be typecast, but uh, especially recently, the past several months, um, admittedly, maybe we didn't know right away, but upon the, this announcement, Maria canal bennett uh, posted a pretty lengthy statement, and she specifically named you as someone who has been very instrumental in... in um, Re- rebuilding, reshaping, uh crafting really the, the a, a resurgent regular women's division. And that's something that we get to really uh credit you like maybe maybe as it was happening, but then maybe in hindsight in a way. And now we'll for the, the final uh the final battle maybe the culmination of that. Uh talk to me about like kind of maybe what we what we didn't get to see there. What 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 has your role been behind the scenes of uh you know helping helm this woman's vision and seeing it uh reach heights that um Two two years ago, really like just weren't weren't even there. Like it's been, like been built up from the ground up, and as Maria had said, uh, you've been a very very important part of that.
1: I had um, excuse me, I had talked to Ring of Honor maybe three years ago about um, wanting to be involved with creative with the women's division, and uh, they had made the decision at that point that it was going to go into kind of the overall booking committee for the company. And I kind of let it go from there. And then through the pandemic, when we came back with, you know, taping the pure tournament and the good reviews, that got great reviews, that got really, um, I I started to talk to the office again and said, we have to get a women's division going because every other wrestling company on television was not only featuring women in a women's division, but they were prominently featuring it. And uh, we were the only ones that didn't have it. And so I had been on them for several months um and it's not like they told me no 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 they said we know we have to do it but um we wanted to do it the right way and little did i know that the also besides that maria had been and and her husband mike bennett had been talking about returning to ring of honor and maria had specifically been talking about working on a women's division um so it was about this time last year it was like december last year we had a tv taping of baltimore and i said um I was talking to one of the talents and I said, ah, I, you know, I want to help and get the women's division going and said, Oh, I thought Maria was doing that. So then I talked to some other people in management and it come to find out that we both had the same goal. We both had the same idea as far as getting a women's division going, um, doing it the right way, giving giving, deserving women opportunities and so forth. And um, I, I, uh, I, I remember being on a call with ring of honor management and talking about this. And I said, we can't, just hit a home run with this. We need to hit a grand slam because the women's division in Ring of Honor previously had didn't have the best reputation and didn't wasn't viewed as a viable option of really overall good women's wrestling and so forth. Certainly and and, and it's tough. It was tough too because that bar is set so high with the guys. You know, it has been for, for years in Ring of Honor. So there was that gap between the quality of the guys in the ring and the quality of the women and what we were producing. And and it really wasn't even the talent at the time. It was just the, the, there wasn't a lot of time given to it. Um, So we, we started talking. Um, Jonathan Gresham actually was involved with kind of like helping out recommend talent early on in 2021. The first four women we brought to Baltimore for kind of women's division Wednesday taping, but also tryouts were, were um, four that he had recommended. We ended up signing two of them and then just kind of snowballed from there. Uh, I haven't talked about it a lot. Um, I wanted to stay completely behind the scenes. I got asked this question yesterday doing an interview also in in my response. And it's, you know, someone said to me, why didn't you put your name out there as far as being involved and creative with the women's division? And the answer is simple. What would that gain the women's division? You know, I'm a ring announcer. Nobody cares that Bobby Cruz is part of booking the Ring of Honor Women's Division. But Maria has a name, has respect has this legacy that she has in women's wrestling and all these other different roles. So the fact that she was the front person in front of the camera on social media, but also it's a shoot behind the scenes. She's literally one of the two people producing this new women's division. It made perfect sense just to have her be out there and so forth and kind of you know i was working with her and, and doing stuff behind the scenes but there was certainly no need to put it out there the only reason i'm talking about it now is i've been asked several times and it's ending so right. you know why i can talk about it now and it's been a year basically and the women's division has um has flourished has done very well has gotten great reviews good views on on social media on youtube especially and so forth um you know i i we could talk about the women's division for an hour. I I, I I love to talk about it. This is the most fun I've had in my 17 years of Ring of Honor. The most rewarding, personally, it's been, has been working on the division, uh, working with Maria, working with the talent. its It's been a blast. And that is, aside this 17 years of ring announcing going away, that is really, uh, if my heart was half broken from the ring announce, losing the ring announcing in Ring of Honor, the other half went with the women's division. Because this is, uh, I, I think we had some, You know, we had the first quarter of next year already planned out as far as where we were going and with who and so forth. And um, it just kind of have to rip it up. It's that's it is heartbreaking.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. But to, to, elaborate, you know, you say it's the most fun you've had in 17 years. Like, like, what about it? Beyond, beyond the obvious that the, the fact that you took you, you and Maria helped take something that, that wasn't there and, and turned it into the, a great success. Like maybe like what, what, what were some of your favorite parts of it uh, in a more uh, specific sense? Like what, what will uh, not to say what, what would, what would you missed the most, but what, what did you enjoy the most to, throughout the process of that?
1: Working with the talent, um, you know, much closer than I would as a ring announcer, obviously, being involved with them, uh, the passion that these women athletes had for wrestling. You know, they didn't want to be women's wrestlers or female wrestlers or whatever. They wanted to be just given the opportunity to be wrestlers and to not go out there and just be given three or four minutes for a match and so forth. And so I'm really proud of the opportunities we gave them, but I'm even more proud of the talent stepping up and grasping those opportunities and running with them. And they all have, it's, it has just been, it's been so good. Um, it's, you know, we had the tournament that we taped in July uh, that ran through the end of the summer and led up to the death before this honor pay-per-view. Uh, I thought the t- tournament was tremendous. You know, it had 15 great women athletes in there doing their thing. Um, you know, it kind of when Maria and I were working on it, you know, it's like you looked at the talent that as we're putting the brackets together and it's like, well, you know, half this field is going to be gone in the first round. And it's crazy because really none of them should in a, in, in a real life tournament, none of this They're so talented. They shouldn't have been gone in the first round, but everyone's got a, but, and there was no problems. You know what I mean? Nobody was uh, hurt by it. No one was giving a hard time or anything like that. Everyone understood that they were there and part of a team. And, and that's one thing that I've said in interviews before and said to the talent, Maria and I have stressed team on this, the whole way. And, Maria and I have been a team at the top, kind of as the coaches, but the overall women's roster has been a team. Production behind the scenes has been part of the team. Social media has been part. You know, it's all this stuff that that we have to send them to get out on certain days and announce this match or whatever. And everyone has been so awesome and so supportive. Um, You know, it's, I think, 99.9% of what Maria and I have wanted to do in the women's division in 2021, we've been able to do. There hasn't been interference from... Uh, you know, executive producer, Hunter, there hasn't been an interference in the office. They have let us do um, what we have wanted to do with the team we had. And, and I think they saw the, the results of that. It's they've been hands off and and the ring of honor women's division has never been like, like it was in 2021 and not even close. And um, I, if that comes across as arrogant, I'm sorry. It's not because of me, it's part of the, the whole team but I had said this over the summer when things were really cranking and we had the tournament going and so forth. And one of my closer friends in the company said, you know, you should be a little more humble about the success of the women's division. I said, why would I be humble about it? Look at it. It's doing something that it never happened in ring of honor. And I was proud of it. And, um, so if someone wanted to get offended by that, then, Oh, well, I, I will go to my grave talking about the ring of honor women's division and the success of it
0: in 2021. Yeah, absolutely. It's been amazing to see that, uh, to see that growth, to see that that you know again buildings uh, from nothing to something very successful, uh, and again trying to be optimistic about it you know we know that the champion right now roxy will go on to so make her mlw debut in january so hopefully uh many of these very talented people will continue to thrive elsewhere and i would say uh if, if slash one they do uh, i would i would definitely credit the the ring of honor women's Division as we've seen it in 2021 as you've just been saying as a big credit to that to getting these talent out there to getting them on the map like that maybe more more so than they'd already been so i think that'll be what a last thing i'd like to see in that regard so you mentioned um having your heart half broken about the ring announcing half broken about the the, the woman's vision for me especially before before 2021 having watched me Honor for several years you know you were the the voice of, ring of Honor, you're the ring announcer and we're talking about 17 years obviously you're someone that's just you know had a quite literally a front row seat to countless amazing moments matches uh just just And so many amazing things throughout your time, Ring of Honor. So now, uh, at a very uh, fitting time to 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 look back on it all, uh, do you have uh, any like favorite moments, last matches that you'll kind of carry with you uh, as highlights or things that kind of stand out uh, apart from the rest?
1: It's so hard over seventeen years because you pile up so many different memories, so many great matches, and so forth. But I always go back to my maybe um, what's the word I'm looking for. My trusty three or four, I guess, I guess, you know, one of them was um, in New York City at the New Yorker Hotel, the ballroom they had there before we moved over to the Manhattan Center and then downstairs to the Hammerstein Ballroom, a bigger venue, obviously. This New Yorker Hotel was a very much more in, intimate setting. Uh, and that's where we had Samoa Joe versus Kenta Kobashi, which that that atmosphere that night I could, ra- I could talk about for years. It was awesome. The match was awesome. Just beating the hell out of each other and so forth. So that was one. Another one was the um, unification match between Brian Danielson as the world champion and Nigel McGuinness as the pure champion in Liverpool, England, of course, in front of, you know, um, the home crowd for, for Nigel over in England. That was another one that was great. Fans knew they were going to see history that night, even before they got to the building Seeing one guy walk out with both titles. So anytime you have something like that uh, with a crowd like that, that's really cool. And then CM Punk's final night in Ring of Honor in Chicago Ridge, Illinois, you know, his, his home city basically, and uh, against longtime pal and fellow Chicago and Cole Cabana, that that's another one that, that really stands out. But, um, and uh, you know, anytime I talk about these, I never talk about Madison Square Garden, which is ridiculous. Cause why wouldn't I talk about Madison Square Garden? I don't know if it's me, really, it's still too recent. Um, maybe, but, cause I, all those memories that I mentioned previously are all kind of older memories, um, but it's obviously Madison Square Garden. Walking out there and uh, standing in front of a, a a packed house at Madison Square Garden and having both my daughters there to see and everything was was really really a, something that I'm sure will never happen for me again. And and that's something that for one night, you know, some of these things that are
0: one night you really have to cherish. Hard hard to disagree with with any of those choices. All all of them, you know, all, all time moments of Ring of Honor here. And with, with, with those moments, with so many more to kind of. Uh, to look back on here, Ring of Honor obviously has built up to such an amazing legacy, and I mean, obviously you had said earlier you, you were pretty much on the on the outside of, of the business side of things, but I think it's it's a fair thing to ask here. You know, Ring of Honor is going on hiatus with, with the the intent and plan to to return, albeit with a a re- reimagined vision for the company. So, uh, as someone that we've been talking about that's been there for seventeen years, said as no Ring of Honor as as it as it is as it has been, what do you? hope to see for the future of Ring of Honor? What do you think the future holds for it? Like, what are your kind of thoughts on its, on the company's overall future uh, at a time when, when it faces a lot of uncertainty? And at the very least, uh, it seems like get, change is guaranteed. We just don't quite know what it, what it will be.
1: Yeah, I honestly, I feel like everyone else, I don't know. I I, I would hope if the company does come back in, the, in April for Supercard of Honor as planned, that at least um, a majority of the talent is brought back that needs to work that isn't picked up by one of the other major companies. That's not first and foremost for me. Um, but I don't know. Like, I've, you know, my contract's up. And, you know, to me, it's up midnight on December 11th, going to the 12th. That's when final battle is going to be an hour off the air. And, and I really don't have anything else to, to do. Uh, you know, there is women's division social media content and stuff that Maria and I will be producing through the end of the year and actually into into 2022, I'll be basically working on this stuff with no Ring of Honor deal uh, because I, we need to. We need to wrap some stuff up, and I think it's the right thing to do. But, um, you know, I, I, I don't know what to expect. They, they, it's very vague, you know, and when they told us that it's going to be a new vision, a new concept and for Ring of Honor. I, I don't even know what that means. I don't know if they know what that means yet either. Um, you know, I was told two or three years ago by someone with a lot of power in Ring of Honor uh, on the talent and production side, that he, he had said to me, he's like, "As long as I have any power here, you'll be here." And I can't even hold this person to that anymore because this is just, you know, this is just something completely different. And I, I wouldn't even be offended if, you know, if I'm still available in April and they they run this event in April and I'm not part of it, I'm not going to go to this guy. Well, you said you had, you know, I'd still be part of it if you were if you still had any power and you're still here. Why am I not? again, it's a completely different thing. It's a reset button. And um, I hope it happens. I hope, again, that they uh, utilize some of the talent that, that will not end up elsewhere as far as major promotions uh, for, their, for the sake of their families and so forth. And I hope that whatever it is, is well thought out and goes very well. And uh, I, I, it would be stupid for me to think anything else. So hopefully uh, that all happens.
0: I couldn't agree more of that. But for me, you're talking about um, contract ending and the future here maybe being brought back. When they made the announcement about going, hey, this and the other reports spoke about the, t- the talent contracts uh, not being renewed and all, all that kind of stuff. For me, the, and and w- along with the, the planned return in April, there's something just so interesting uh, about the plan to return kind of from ground zero in a way, What where going from, you know, the, all the contracts are expiring and they're having the plan to come back entirely different. I feel like they would kind of need to keep some people on. It, it may be more, more so in a in a, uh, in a non-wrestling, uh, non-wrestlers sense, but is there any indication that there'll be any kind of holdover or, or, or is it just entirely, nobody knows anything and we're all kind of just, Trying out and seeing what happens i know
1: personally i know nothing uh i know like maria knows nothing because we talk obviously we work so closely together uh and i haven't really talked to a lot of other talent i'm sure i will uh at final battle during the day on saturday at the arena but um i i know nothing about me personally or anything or anyone else uh i did get a text message from someone who works in production last i think it was last week saying i hope you know when we come back in April, I hope you're there. I hope you're part of it. And I said, to me, especially, you know, and I know they got a ton of things going on in the office, but to me, I look at it, you know, you you, you need a ring announcer. You need a couple of referees, you know, so forth. Um, especially after 17 years and the work I've done in the women's division, I would think that someone in the office would say something to me now and say, okay, you know, th- there's no contract, whatever, but we want you there in April, so forth. And that that hasn't been said. So that's all I can go off of. You know, people in the company can say that to me or, you know, production manager, uh, not production manager. He didn't say it, (laughs) but like, um, you know, production people can can say stuff like that. And it's great to hear. And I I appreciate it. But I have nothing to go off of. To me, it's uh, to me right now, because I know nothing else when if and when they do do something in April, I'm not part of it. That's how I'm looking at it right now.
0: Well, to say it the obvious, you certainly deserve to be or qualified to be, should be, based on your your, your tenure, your experience, what you, what you bring to the table as announcer, as you were just saying. Uh, That's it. You're my team. agent. You are <laughs> not my agent, Colin. There you go. We'll make a progress here. But uh, to, to uh, bring a full circle here and wrap-up, Ring of Honor Final Battle will be uh, this Saturday, December 11th. We talked about maybe just in a more general sense earlier, uh, but to put a pin on it, you know, heading in the show here, um you talked about maybe like not wanting to get to the beginning too earlier or going through that, but just like, what, what, what is this show really going to mean to you uh, kind of, uh, as you head into it, like what you mentioned the, the, the mixed motions, but like just maybe to elaborate on that. Cause you know, just it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a show unlike any other that, that we've had in, in recent memory.
1: Yeah. I want to, uh, no matter what time I get there, I want to take it all in, especially when I get out to the ring. Um, you know, when I'm out there for those four hours, I know that I'm going to see a lot of familiar faces in the first several rows of fans that have been Ring of Honor fans for a long time, that have followed Ring of Honor around different places. And that's going to be an emotional thing because I have become friends with some of these fans, you know, that, you know, there was uh, maybe a handful of fans. I told the story recently that uh, we mentioned before that I kept it quiet about You know, my work with the women's division, but a few fans that I've known for years, I actually let them know because I wanted their honest opinion comparing to what we were doing now uh, as compared to what they had seen previously with the women's division. And, um, you know, those people have been so supportive, not only of Ring of Honor over the years, but me personally. And and so that's going to be tough. Um, I worry about a couple of things. I worry about because we have the Ring of Honor Women's World Championship match between Willow and Roxy, and we have the Ring of Honor World Title match between Gresham and Bandito. And the way we do our world title intros is we do the old style, you know, in-ring intros, boxing style intros, whatever people want to call it. So for during those intros, especially the start of those intros, the cameras and the focus is on me, and I don't know that I'm not going to get emotional announcing either one of those, and I. Obviously don't want to, I don't want to diminish or take away from those matches and what's going on, but I have no idea what to expect with those. So um, those two specifically I'm worried about. (laughs) Um, So we'll see what happens, but it's, um, I know the, the plan, um, you know, working with the women's division, but just overall the plan for ring of honor is to go out with a huge bang on this. Uh, to create moments that fans are going to remember uh, for a long time. And if it is the last Ring of Honor pay-per-view or the last Ring of Honor event or just the last event for three months, uh, they, you know, the focus as to what we are going to do as a company is to have moments that fans remember and really make an impact and, and uh, you know, are good for the wrestling world in general. So uh, I'm looking forward to that stuff, seeing and hearing the reactions of the fans um, when they just sit there
0: for four hours and hopefully are blown away and, uh, on the edge of their seats. Couldn't think of a better way to wrap it up there. So Bobby, do you want to plug your your, your social media? Or- uh, I'm a very boring tweeter, <laughs> <laughs> but it is a, at real Bobby Cruz,
1: C-R-U-I-S-E. Uh, I don't tweet much, but I'm, I'm boring. I don't, I don't know why anyone will follow me, but um and uh that's that's really that's really it there of course the ring of honor twitter and so forth i I will i did want to mention one thing actually in closing if i could um we talked about the women's division just doubling back to that for a second Uh, i have maria and i have been talking to our production staff over the past couple weeks and we are looking and it looks like it's going to happen producing a kind of a ring of honor women's division marathon uh leading up to the end of the year uh sometime between you know maybe the middle of December and the end of December where our YouTube channel, Ring of Honor YouTube channel will literally just have a marathon of Ring of Honor women's content, which I think will be really cool. And I I hope is we'll do it in chronological order. So starting in January all the way through December as far as
0: our our Women's Division Wednesday content and so forth. That's awesome. And and as soon as any any announcer comes out, we will keep you all posted on that. But I love that. Stay tuned for that. And obviously stay tuned for Ring of Honor Final Battle End of an Era on December 11th. And with that, Bobby, I thank you so much for your time today. Thank you very much.